Turn your radios off. It's about to be lit. It's going down. It's crazy. It's high school holler. Hold your airwaves, Hoster. Holla, Chicago. Steven Spoon Ramsey welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Big hollers and thank you goes out to our first responders, healthcare workers, and frontline workers for your service. Our prayers are with you always during this pandemic. We hope all of you are staying safe during this quarantine as we move towards the next phase of reopening. So let's pray things get better until we can get back together again. We recently invited CPS coaches and their seniors to join us on the show in recognition of their seniors final year of high school which has been interrupted by this quarantine. So this week on the High School Holler Sports Show we welcome from the North Park and Albany Park neighborhood on the city's north side Ron Steuben head baseball coach Michael Cott, along with three of his seniors from the Panther baseball squad who will meet and honor in just a moment. First, I want to remind everyone you can follow and holler at us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us by searching at Urban Fieldhouse. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to the High School Holler Sports Show page. We appreciate all the social media love from all of you. Another way to listen is by subscribing to the H2S2 podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Subscribing to the High School Holler Sports Show podcast is one of the best ways to stay in tune with Chicago high school sports. Next, on the best show in Chicago covering high school sports, we talk with Von Steuben, head baseball coach, Michael Cott, and our special guest of honor, his shining star seniors from the Panthers baseball team via Zoom, coming up on the High School Holler Sports Show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. Welcome back to the High School Holla Sports Show. Time for our H2S2 Shining Star segment brought to you by David Solomon. They design unique t-shirts and merchandise with fun, thought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items through the Urban Fieldhouse website by searching the name David Solomon, the new official sponsors of our Shining Star segment. 
We all know that the school year has been interrupted due to this pandemic, and we are here at the H2S2 show, wanted to find ways to recognize those seniors who have been affected because of this quarantine. And so we have invited CPS coaches to join us on the show to honor their seniors. We now welcome to the H2S2 show. You guys heard them last week, and you get to hear them again this week. The head baseball coach of the Von Steuben Panthers, Michael Cott, along with his seniors, joining us as their shining star debuts here on the H2S2 show. Welcome, guys, and we are privileged to have you guys as our guest of honors. Coach, thank you for coming back on, man. Thank you, Spoon. It's good to be back, man. We pray that everybody's doing well, everyone's safe and your family's safe. But coach, we didn't get a chance to ask you when you were on last week, and it's a ritual of ours on the show to ask each of our guests to share with us your best memories involving high school sports, either as a player or a coach. And I see the players are perking up for this one. They want to hear something. They do, they do. Um, that's a tough one, man. There's there's so many. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind really is just the relationships with other coaches and players, just a daily grind, right? Just just being together and all that good stuff. But as far as results go, you know, we won the uh, Robinson North Conference Championship in 2010. That was big. Final four appearance in 11. That was cool. But one game really sticks out for me during those years as, as we were playing Clemente High School. It was like a four and a half hour Yankee Red Sox type marathon. It was under the lights down there in Humboldt Park. And it was a big crowd. And, um, you know, all the players knew each other. And I was just kind of getting indoctrinated into uh, publicly baseball. And this is really the game where I kind of fell in love with it. Just the intensity of the rivalry was there. 18-15 game, probably in the ninth inning. They had the bases loaded. And a kid from Clemente rips a ball, which, you know, a low-line low driver, which probably would have ended up in the in the right center gap. Uh, but our second baseman leaped up, snow-coned it to end the game. And it was just, it was intense. They had a former Vaughn player who played for me, transferred over there and pitched against us, hit a home run against us. Our guys were like, this used to be our brother. Now we're getting after him. So it was intense back and forth. So it was a really good game to be a part of. And it really showed me how intense and how fun Chicago Public League baseball could be when it's played at a high level. Man, you gotta love that. Now let's take an opportunity to meet our guest of honor, these seniors joining us today. Guys, let's start with you guys introducing yourselves and give a holler out to some of your classmates that you haven't seen in a while. I'm Caleb. I'm just giving a holler out to just my team. You feel me? My name's Will, and apparently I'm going to just give a holler out to my whole class 2020 for my school just because I know we were all hyped up for this year and just kind of got thrown away because of this uh, pandemic. All right, so my name is Marisa Costs. So, you know, big shout out to my whole neighborhood because, you know, they always support me. Foremost, my whole team, you know, those are the people that I love the most, my brothers for life. And coach, you're going to have an opportunity to tell us a little bit more about these young men from the Panthers baseball squad. But first, tell us and our listeners how long you've been the head coach there at Von Steuben. This is my 13th year as a, as a head guy over at Von. I had three years as a lower level guy at Evanston prior to coming over to Panther Nation. Who are some of the people that inspired you in the game of baseball? A few. Um, first would probably be uh, Coach Ed Toledo. He was my cooperating teacher when I was doing uh, my student teaching at Niles North. 
uh, way back when, and, and he was a head baseball guy at Evanston. He got me involved coaching there for three years with him. I coached volleyball with him for seven. And from him, I really learned about how a, a well-run program should look, you know, the care and commitment he had for his guys, the individual meetings, the year-round stuff, staying in contact, chasing them down for grades, and then just really just the hard work and dedication was, was tremendous. And then also just my family. I grew up in a very athletic family, my father's side anyways. You know, my grandfather was a two-sport professional athlete in the old ABA, and he played and uh, managed at the AAA level. And then my uncles, his three sons, every one of them needed to play Division One college baseball or was drafted. You know, my uncle was the third pick overall in the 69 draft for the uh, Houston Astros. He went ahead of Thurman Munson. That was pretty sweet. You know, so so as a kid, I just I just remember sitting in the living room over at my grandfather's house, and I wouldn't say a word, just a fly on the wall, would watch sports with those guys, and I would just hear things, whether it was baseball or it was football or basketball, and I would just hear the way they, they, they talked about the game and their, their strategies and philosophies. And, and uh, you know, some of that stuff uh, rubbed off on me and has, has, has helped shape my philosophies now as a coach. I love it, Coach. And man, you're passing all that knowledge down to your players. So that's a great thing. Coach, when you look back at last season, the Panthers baseball team finished 15 and 18 overall, 5 and 9 in the, in the Chicago Public League, Jackie Robinson North Conference, making it to the IHSA playoffs in Class 4A. Tell us your overall thoughts and feelings about last season. Last year, I call it like the rebirth, right? Kind of like the, the, the renaissance of Panther baseball. I mean, my first six years here, we were very, very good. We were conference champs, final four appearances. The last five or six, we've fallen on hard times. We were down. We were struggling to stay on and, and stay alive in the Robinson North. But last year, we picked it back up. We kind of arrived a little bit. You know, we were young. At any any given point in time, we started six freshman guys. I thought we might take some lumps at times, struggle with velocity, struggle with, with arm strength and position defensively. But I knew that if we could just stay tight, stay together mentally, we would have the foundation and the building blocks in, in place to, to get back where we wanted to go. So I, I thought it was a really good year. It was fun. I enjoyed being around all the guys. And uh, I think we really grew as a, as a program. And we're, and last year definitely was a year that helped us step up to be on the path to be where, where we want to be and where we're going. Led by these three, our guest of honor, Coach, tell us about our special guest today joining us. Uh, yeah, well, I'll share with you the stories I can share. Um, you know, we'll, save, we'll save some for we'll save for some for the for the uh, for the banquet, and obviously some of the stuff that happens in the dugout stays in the dugout. But these guys are, are great guys. You know, they were really fun to be around. Uh, these guys had a unique experience in that they came in as freshmen when when we were at the bottom and we weren't doing well in, in the Robinson, and now they have an opportunity to really be a part of all the steps and all the transition, getting us back to, to where we want to go. And so that I think is cool. You know, we've got Will called Free Will. He He's very smart, very cerebral, self-advocates. He's always in my ear about what's going on with his swing or his pitching mechanics, always self-assessing, always, you know, tell him, coach, I'm ready, coach, I'm ready. I can throw today. I can do this stuff. So I, I love that. I love that enthusiasm. Also, you know, he's like the human rain delay. So throughout, uh, you know, a ton of the times in the summer, in the fall, it's getting dark. We're down by two. I'm like, Will, you can't take a minute and a half between pitches, man. We, we got to stop. We got to <laughs> shut these guys down, man. We got to score. We don't have time. Let's pick up the pace, man. So so he, 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 these guys are great. Cossie's probably the nicest, most considerate, selfless teammate I've probably coached. His thing is he probably he cares more about it, the guys being successful than himself. He'll do all the dirty work that nobody wants to do. He's one of the first guys to volunteer for. 
cleaning up the field, field maintenance, carrying gear, doing whatever, catches a ton of bullpens, get, gets the heck beat out of him, but he always does it with a smile on his face and he always needs to be a giver. So so that's awesome. And then Galvin, as you probably can tell, he's just a goofball, man. I mean, I've been around him for four years. He's a guy that keeps things light, which your team needs, especially being around these guys year, year long and, and every day. That doesn't allow things to get too serious for going through a bad stretch or whatever else. He'll, he'll do something that, that'll make me laugh and everybody else. And so, so that's key, you know. And so he's also one of our bigger guys, more physically imposing guys. So this year in the weight room, he started getting all jacked up and he'll let you know about it. So I got a great Galvin story and I'm sure he knows what it is, but um, that one's probably not appropriate for this for this, this segment right now. But great guys. They'll all be successful after this because they, they've got a lot of hardworking tendencies in them and, and hopefully they've learned a lot over these four years and look forward to seeing what they're doing once they're out on their own in the world. Well, let's talk to these shining stars from the Von Steuben Panthers baseball squad. How you fellas doing, man? Doing great. You know, quarantine's a little weird, but life, life is good. Life is good. I mean, I'm doing all right. It's just it's just been weird getting adjusted to everything in court. Being stuck in the house for a lot of time. I'm making it work. I it can't take this quarantine. <laughs> Stressful. This this change, like from seeing everyone to seeing no one, and then being able to like with classwork especially, you can't ask questions whenever you have problems. So there's a lot of adjustments. But you guys are making it, man, and I'm and I really appreciate you guys being here. I want to ask. Four years ago, you guys had to make a decision where I'm going to go to high school. Share with us what made you choose Von Student. Back then, when you could like apply to as many high schools as you want, because they they change that for some reason. I only applied to three. I applied to Lane, Amundsen, and Vaughn. And I only got into Amundsen and Von Steuben. And on that decision day, when I got accepted to both schools, I just had like this feeling like I was going Amundsen all the way until that like moment that I looked at Von Steuben. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Vaughn. I don't know what caused me to change to go to Von Steuben over Amundsen, but that's the way it happened to me. Let me get this straight, Will. You would have been on the other side of the fight for Foster. Is that, am I hearing you correct? Yes. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. Well, I'm glad you chose the side that fit for you, and I'm, I'm sure, Coach, you're glad he chose this side. Oh, I sure am. He's been a big player for us, throwing a lot of innings, and I'd say Will's going to go down in history as, as one of the most important players in uh, Von Steuben's rebirth, just because of, of his family and contributions that his family has made, helping out with fundraising, booster club stuff, or whatever else. And Will also has a brother who happens to be a pretty darn good pitcher, so because Will is here, his brother's here, so it's been great. I'm really thankful we've had Will. What played a, a part for you, Caleb? When it was decision day, I didn't have many options, and I was going to end up going to a private school, but I was never really big on going to one until I ended up getting picked by Vaughn by lottery, and the second I got that news, it was probably the happiest like news I got, knowing that I got there. The second I got it, it was just instant for me going. Perfect match. I like that. Guys, what's up with you, man? What made you choose my student? I think it was because like a five minute like car ride, I guess like ten minute walk from my house. I was like, well, I really want to wake up too early. So that and also the colors, it was black and red, and those were like my two favorite colors. I was so used to purple my whole life. It was just black and red and looks so cool on my jerseys, and that's about it. Convenience. Nothing wrong with that. We asked Coach about last season. What's your thoughts about the last season that you guys played? So last season, I think it was actually, I think like for the years that I've been there, I think it went really well just knowing like how much like we improved ourselves. Because coming in my freshman year, I was still on JV 
But then I was on varsity my sophomore year and playing varsity sophomore year and junior year, just those two years, there was a huge difference. It might have not have been the best season, but it was a good season for Bond. What was it like going to the IHSA playoffs, man? How did that feel? Um, it was intense. It was an experience that I'm glad I could say that I, I went to be I, I went to the playoffs my little time that I was there. What did you guys take away from that experience? It meant a lot, you know, just to be able to participate in the playoffs and be a part of this really important game that was important to all of our guys. I would have taken away just just how amazing it was, you know, both teams being super competitive, both trying to win, but at the same time, just like trying to play the game that we love. And speaking of that, I'm glad you mentioned that. I want each of you to take a time to think about this question and answer it as best as you can. Has this time away from baseball given you guys a newfound respect or love for the game? I, I think it has because who would have known that the IHSA playoff game would be like the last game that I would have been a part of. Knowing that that was like my last game kind of made me feel like a little bit worse than how I feel just in quarantine because it's just like, well, I didn't really appreciate my time being, but who would have known this? But I think it made me appreciate the game a little bit more saying, you know what, like time is money and you know, you can't take it for granted. We were feeling so good going into this game. Like, oh yeah, we have a good chance to win. We can keep the season going. And it just kind of like faded out throughout the innings. And if I knew that was my last game, I probably would have tried to be a little bit more invested in it just because I was a little preoccupied through some of the other stuff throughout the day. I found my respect to the game, just missing being out on the field and playing is just something that I've had to like learn to cope with. and really makes me respect just anyone who goes out there and plays the game with heart. Caleb, has, have you gained a newfound respect and, and love for the game? Oh yeah, most definitely. This year, this was gonna be like my official last year playing. Like I already had had it in mind that I had no intention in playing college. Like I wanted to focus on school. So now knowing that I'm not gonna get that last year, it's a lot to take in, but I mean, definitely gave me a new love for the game. In your four years of high school, give me one of the best moments on the baseball diamond and in the classroom. The best, I guess not personal, but I mean, being a part of it was seeing Oki and his little brother Phil hit a home run on the same day. I think it was against my hometown school where I was born in Joaquin. It was at Northeastern and just seeing them go kind of like, you know, just like lead off the game. And then, you know, a little short after Boki too, it's just like, it's, it's insane. That was just, it was crazy because the intensity, we didn't know how to react. We were supposed to act like the professionals, like, oh yeah, we've done this before, but we all ran into the home plate. We started kind of like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not out there, but you know, it was, it was a good thing to be a part of. What about you, Will? Uh, one of my favorite moments would be my first varsity hit that I got against Taft. I just got put in at the end of the game against like one of their pitchers who I played against a lot in my house league. So there was a little rivalry there and he just gave me a little outside fastball and I hit it into right field for a base hit for my first varsity hit. Even though we still like lost that game, it was still like a little achievement for me, you know? Like I finally got my first hit and just trying to build off that success. That first hit is always the sweetest, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What's one of the funniest moments you have had with your team? Got to be like defended for anyone who was on the team last year. It would probably be um, Marsh Moves. 
right. So last year, our, our first double header against like AG Sign, mm-hmm. uh, it was like the late two hours because of rain. So we were trying to work on the field. And one of the seniors last year, Marshall, you know, it was like a few minutes before the game. And, you know, we were playing like another one bites the dust. We're all in a circle. <laughs> he just jumps in and he just starts dancing out of the blue. Everyone's just dying on the field. He, he does it for like 30 seconds straight, just dancing in the middle of everyone. And I say it helped us win both games. We dominated that day. Did he have some smooth moves? Definitely. That's an old song. Another one bites the dust, man. I, I didn't think you guys knew about that. <laughs> well, they give me a hard time, Spoon, but that was on our, our my playlist that we put out there. <laughs> game. It's debatable whether or not those are good moves. You'd have to check it out. I think it's posted all over our social media stuff. But you can you can decide that for yourself. But yeah, that was entertaining. Well, I'm definitely going to check that out. You got anything? I think every time Caleb got a cramp. One time, I think, I forgot what game it was, but he was in left field, and I don't know if he wasn't paying attention or not. A ball was hit straight to him, and we're all like, okay, yeah, you know, Caleb's got this. And we notice he doesn't, he's not moving. He's just like there. And I think he kind of like, he brain farted in the middle of the play. And then he tried making a diving play, but like not moving at all. Like he just flipped his feet backwards and he fell face first into the ground. I think, I think he missed the ball too. So I, I, I still don't remember what game it was, but it happened during the game. Man. We all gave him a hard time for it when he came in. It was just insane. Caleb, I got to give you an opportunity. You back with us. I was gonna say that one. That one was something else. I remember that game. It, it's. I don't think it was a game. I think it was just a scrimmage game. I don't think it was a conference game. I'm not starting that game, and then I get put in like third inning. And I remember I was talking all that smack, like, "Oh, if I was hit a ball, I'ma catch it." This and that, and I put in left. And then I'm chilling, like pitch after pitch goes by. It's like one out, and I'm just chilling, like nothing's being hit. Like the pitches are just going like strike after strike or balls, like. Like nothing's hit. The second I doze off, I look off for a second. I don't even know what I was thinking about. I look off for a second. Next thing I know, thing, that's all I hear. I'm gone. I'm looking for the ball. By the time I seen it, it was too late. I could have sworn when I dove, I was close. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I was close. Coach, chime in on this one. Do you remember that? I, 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 I think was I blacked out on this one. I was inches yeah, no, away. That, that one, I, I, I remember that one a little bit, but I, I try and uh, block that one out from my memory banks. Funny story <laughs> to me, and we don't have to go into the details. I, I think it was a, it was a night game. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he knows it too. That one goes down in the books. I don't remember who we were playing, but it was late. It was a bad Thank day. You. We were getting we were getting beat. The game was just about to be over. We were one out away from going home. It was real late. It was real cold. And then all of a sudden, Galvin's on the mound and he drops down to a knee. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! I'm like, this guy's hurting. I we need, we need one more out. What, what's going on here? He calls me over and I go over to him and I'm like, how did you hurt yourself? I mean, what's going on? And he goes, Coach, I gotta go to the bathroom. Coach, I'm like, kid, we need one more. I said, like, no, Coach, I gotta go. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and so then he, we have to wait, and it's, it's already dark as heck. I don't even remember if it's a school night or we'll wait about 10 minutes for him to go use the restroom and come back to get the last out after we're getting beat up pretty good. So that that's is one of the stories incredible. I remember about Galvin. Yeah, and it wouldn't have happened to anybody else in the history of our program besides Caleb Gell. It's, 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 it's a good one. That's a good one. That is a good one. Now, best game you ever played as a Von Steuben Panther? On the mound, probably on the mound. Caleb's gone in there and he's given us three or four or five innings in a row where he's been been able to shut guys down and, and uh, keep us in the game with a chance to win last year, especially through a lot of innings. But whenever he was on, he was tough. He'd have a mix of like three or four pitches he could throw for strikes. And whenever we'd get the good Galvin, we had a chance to win that game. So he, he did that a bunch for us last year. We were hoping he was going to do it a ton this year. 
you know, Coach, to get a guy to come in and help you sustain or mow some guys down for you, that's tough. So congratulations yeah. to that one, Caleb. Will? I'm going to have to say it was my, my one start because every other appearance I had last year was bullpen. But the one start I got against Goodstun Academy, I threw five innings, eight Ks, a few hits, one earned run, one unearned. And even though it was my only start and I wish I could have done a little bit better, I mean, I, I took pride in taking that first W as a starting pitcher. I think it was a JD game. I think we were losing to Clemente 10 to 4, and I was on the cold string. I couldn't hit anything, and it was like the last two innings, and I just kind of like hit like a liner to uh, right field. And then I, I don't know why, but my, my knee started hurting because I had like something with my shin and my leg. They were just kind of like bothering me. So I, I over exaggerated. I was like, hey, coach, I don't want to run bases. My legs hurt. So he sells me out, and then it just gets the rally. When we put in a, one of our pinch runners, and it went from a 10 to 4 game to a 10 to 10 game in the same inning. So. It was insane. We, we ended the game tied, but it was crazy. It was really crazy. Sweet. I like it. I like it. Seniors often set a bar or leave a legacy for the underclassmen behind them. What example would you say you've left for the classes that follow you as a senior? Honestly, I just hope that they all kind of like respect coach in a way. Like, I don't want them to like feel like everything's supposed to be handed to them because I had a, a couple problems with some of the freshmen last year and like their attitudes. I was like, hey man, I know you're a freshman. I had the exact same attitude as you did. Just know as time goes on, Coach Cross going to notice like the best of you. He's not going to notice the worst of you. He's going to notice the best of you. So if you invest more time into the program, he's going to give that time back. Because at some point in my sophomore year, I knew that baseball was something I wanted to focus on. So every morning I'd go and work out. Every uh, I'd stay after for practice. And then Coach Cross uh, started me in a game against a suburb team. And that's when I knew. It was like, see, if you put the time, you get the time. That's what I want them to know. You know what? Well, not everything's handed work for you. I like that. Will I would try to just sum up as like kind of like service with a smile, you know, treat your other teammates, treat your coaches with respect because on my good days, on my bad days, whether I was doing like light BP or if I was like uh, maxing out some deadlifts, I'd always just try and have like a positive attitude about everything and just focus on the improvements and getting better versus the negatives and what I couldn't be able to do. Nice. Caleb? For sure, respecting coaches. That's always number one. Your coaches, your teammates, you know, those those are your guys. You always have to have their back no matter what. Good or bad terms, you always have to have them. And probably the workouts and practice because although like when you see it and as you're doing it, you might be like, oh, these workouts are nothing, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that. I came in as a freshman and I was short and I was fat. Putting in the work and all these workouts, they do work. So if you put in the time with the coaches and do what they say, you will benefit for yourself. Coach, you got three great representatives here, man. Great job. What's some of the best advice Coach Cott has given you guys on or off the field? Well, me personally, I knuckle around a lot. I goof off and he let me know. He's like, there's a time and a place for it. He's like, you got to do what you got to do, you know? So I made it a thing where practice like you know you can goof off but then you gotta be in it and just like the way it is in school you know school there's times when you can do you can talk with your friends be on your phone but then at the bottom line you gotta get your work done 
Same thing as Caleb. There's a time and a place for everything. And I, and I just have to say, he, he pretty much explained it just as well as I could. Just being able to have a little bit of fun during a game or during a practice, but getting serious and really focusing on what needs to happen when it needs to happen. That's basically the most important thing I learned. For me, I think it's when he mentioned about being a team player or above everything. Uh, like, yes, you have to put in time in yourself, but being a, a person that everyone could look to and be like, you know, can you help me out? Like, can you uh, catch the bullpen? Throw me some BP. Can you um, can you stay a little bit after for like, you know, to play catch? And obviously like saying like, you know, putting the team first gives like the team a better chemistry and it makes you perform way better. So having said that, Coach Scott was like really big on being more of a team player than being a player that just works on himself. What words of encouragement do you have for the next class after you? Never take anything for granted. Always focus on getting yourself better because when we first got your freshman year, things were tough. The coach was a little bit questionable, but focusing on improving yourself and getting rid of a mindset that like, you know, I'm at a good point. I need to stop working and always just think about I'm at a good point. What can I do to get better from where I'm at is how I got myself to get better throughout the years here at Vaughn. Get your work done in class. Honestly, like that's the best thing you can do. Just get your A's. Get your B's. I know it's hard sometimes, but I took a lot of A's because I was struggling this year. Being able to like get your good grades gives you a better chance of playing because then you never know. Like our best player could have a whole bunch of F's. You're the next one in line. So there you go. Just do your work. That's that's all I'm gonna say. He nailed it. That work one, as long as you do your work, you never have to worry about ever being benched. You don't have to worry about the coaches being on bad terms with you. You Good relationships, just every everything goes your way as long as you do your part. Obviously, Coach has laid some great advice on you. Caleb, what words of encouragement do you have for Coach Cox? Coach, great coach. Yes. Great coach. <laughs> gotta enlighten, you gotta lighten up the mood, coach. You gotta lighten up the mood. You gotta lose, you gotta be jiggy with it. <laughs> you get jiggy, you're going A1, coach. Team going A1. Spoon, I, I hope you're able to show the video portion of the segment because I don't know if the listeners were able to see Caleb's dance moves as he was explaining trying to get jiggy with it. That, that might be a good one to show. <laughs> I promise you, coach, you will have a copy of this. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Thank what words of encouragement do you want to leave behind for Coach Cott? It's a little bit tough. I would basically just say, keep doing what you're doing and always just focus on the players and their well-being. Because, you know, at the start, it was more just like focusing on just getting guys to be able to be on the field. But now it's like we're really focusing on the guys on a more individual level. And it's just good if you just kept that up. Honestly, when I started baseball, Coach Cott was, uh, you, you seemed more like, you know, so more given up because of how bad our string was, like our losing seasons prior to our freshman or my freshman class. But as the years went on, I kind of saw you pick up your, your intensity and your love for our baseball program. You started recruiting freshmen, you started recruiting eighth graders, seventh graders, you started encouraging them to sign up and told them, you promised them, like, you know what, you can get on this team, we're going to work so hard to get you to be a starter on varsity your first year. So seeing that intensity kind of come up as years go by, I want you to just keep that up, Coach, because this team's going to win the cities soon, and it's going to be sooner than what we think. We guys are probably going to win it next year, if not, then the year after, but just keep this intensity. Uh, the program's going to go, it's going to shoot up, everyone's going to want to play for long. Coach, when you hear that, how did that make you feel? good, man. I mean, I, I love all these guys. I respect all of our players. You know, we want to continue to do what we're doing. Obviously, 
it's never about really the results. Yeah, we want to be successful, but it's about process and relationships and, and, and helping people get where they want to go and become the best versions of themselves. So here and you know, that, you know, want to make sure everybody feels valued and, and is having a great positive experience as a member of the program, the team, that's good. I and mean, staying the course, just continuing to do what we're doing. I think that that shows we're on the right track. I agree. We got we to gotta have some fun with it. That's why it's important to have guys like Galvin who can help lighten the mood. So when I'm a little bit worked up and I'm, you know, losing some hairs and getting grazed, guys like that can help me with my weaknesses of getting jiggy with it. And then that way, you know, <laughs> it, it, it helps everybody out. So I appreciate all their comments and all their hard work. I want to ask you guys, what will you miss most about Von Steuben High School? Probably just like how friendly everyone is. You feel me? Like everyone, everyone can get along. As long as you do your own thing, keep to yourself, you can get along with everyone. I think at Vaughn, it's really like that and everyone's nice. Your teammates, oh, especially my teammates. I got so much love for them. There's nothing I wouldn't do for them and I know they know that. I'm going to miss mainly the baseball program, obviously, because it kind of set the tone for the rest of my life for the words I live by. But I'm also going to miss the diversity Vaughn had. It wasn't like a 5,000 kid school. I'm not going to call any other schools. They're just huge, right? But this school is a pretty small school. So you're kind of like, it's focused on, on every person. There's not one person that's like, oh yeah, he's a valedictorian. So everyone's going to value him. No, it's everybody. There's so much diversity. You get along with so many people. And I think it's just Caleb said the, the environment kind of feel, it makes you feel warm because you're not the only kind of your own. Will, first and foremost, the baseball team. Hell, I'm going to miss them all. Love all the guys on the team. They're all amazing people. Secondly, like they both said, the environment. Like everyone in that school, no matter like what path they're on, no matter like what core personalities they have, everyone's just kind of there together. Everyone's friendly with each other. There's not really like any like divisions in the school at all. And you can just be friends with almost anyone in the school. It just really depends on like mostly who you meet and who's in your classes. In the last just like quick little thing to some of my teachers because some of them definitely did help mentor me including coach Cobb and I'm gonna just miss it all what's your plans after high school I'm going to Iowa State to major in civil engineering and quite possibly continue baseball just because I recently just learned that there's like this whole intramural baseball league throughout like all the colleges across the nation so I might try out for that all right all right Caleb planning on going to IIT to major in um, automotive engineering. All right, all right. Planning on probably like computer science at Concordia University in Chicago to gain along that career path. Coach Scott, what final word do you want to say to these seniors? Well, the words changed a little bit because we didn't really have a season, but I appreciate all the effort, all the time, all the hard work, the perspective that these guys have being in there in the dark days and now having a chance to come out at the other end of the tunnel and see our program being successful. They're a big reason for it. They're a big reason with all their hard work and their buy-in over the last couple of years. They've seen it. Caleb mentioned the big jump from sophomore year to junior year. It was even a bigger jump from junior year to senior year. You know, when we see it with the the summer ball attendance, guys working out in the fall and then our off-season program, guys are getting after it in the weight room and they're a big part of that. We're all very positive guys, influential guys. We didn't get a chance to compete and see exactly where we stack up among the city's best this year. We're, we're missing out on 30 or 35 experiences, but their senior year is going to be about the daily grind. It's going to be about, you know, not taking things for granted. It's going to be about all those experiences we had. And we, we really didn't go a day or two without seeing each other. So definitely miss that. Love their contributions that way. We will honor 
honor them as soon as the restrictions are lifted and we'll find an appropriate way to do that. We'll have a senior day some point. But they're not done with Vaughn baseball just yet. And even after all those things are done, they're always welcome to come back for any of the future camps we have, stop in, see the guys, continue being a Vaughn Steuben Panther and an alumni. Our success is going forward. They're going to be a big part of that. Starting with Coach Scott, who would each of you like to give a holler out from family, friends, and teachers that have supported you throughout your high school careers and supported Von Steuben Panther Baseball? I'm giving them out to everybody that's been a part of it, right? Our principal, Ms. Sutton, our AD, Doc Rodriguez, everybody on our staff, Coach Rivera, McGuire, Steinbrenner, Calixto, Alvarez, Panzik, everybody that I'm missing, all of our seniors, you know, all of our, our non-seniors that are coming back, APs, Northeastern, everybody that's been a part of it, our parents and boosters, because without them, you know, as these guys talk about, dark days, when it's just me, it's dark. Nobody can do it alone. No matter how determined you are, dedicated you are, it takes a village and, and you need help and you need support. So a shout out to everybody that makes, you know, what we do possible. I think all my, my closest friends have always given me that nod, like, you know what, you, you're going to do great, your team's going to do great, and uh, we're going to be a team to watch. I guess the school system as a whole, they really put their support towards us. You can tell, like, all, when the teachers wear bonds to me gear, it, it just makes you feel a little bit more enthusiastic and more motivated to become a better player and a better team, because it, it's like saying, you know, teachers are, if they see the, the growth in our team, then you want to grow as a player to make sure that they have a really to support us. My family, obviously, they've always had my back no matter what. Of course, my little siblings. Mainly the coaches as well for putting the time in. They'll help you after practice, before practice, if you ever need anything. But there. So those are the people I want to give a few shout outs. That's a, that's a tough one right there. Well, I'm going to have to give it to to my parents just because they've always been supportive of me. My dad, just for helping me get into the game. I tried out like three different sports when I was like three years old. Baseball stuck with me ever since I, I was like three or four or whatever. I've loved the sport. I've been playing the sport literally as long as I can remember, and I don't regret any bit of it. And I'm thankful that he even got me to do baseball because it's the sport I love. Just my parents, my family, friends, coaches, teachers, you know, just everyone who's supported me along the way, kept me going, you know, didn't let me stop whenever I felt like it, you know, everyone who just kept me up. We want to thank each and every one of you for choosing us to share a few of your high school memories and have some fun with us. We wish you all the very best moving forward. And thank you again for joining us on the High School Holler Sports Show, man. It's been great. Thanks for having us, Spoon. We want to continue to invite CPS coaches to join us here on the show in recognition of your seniors on your team to talk about their high school experience. It's our way of honoring these seniors in a special way. We want to thank you for joining us for this Senior Day edition of the H2S2 High School Outlet Sports Show. We thank you again, Von Steuben Head Coach Michael Cott and his seniors Caleb Will and Marcio from the class of 2020 for sharing their high school experience with us. We wish you guys all the very best moving forward thanks also to our show sponsors that continue to partner with us during this time to bring you the h2s2 show the best show in chicago covering high school sports listen to a post of today's show along with many of our other past shows and segments by just visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website. Go to urbanfieldhousemedia.com. You can also listen by subscribing to the H2S2 Show podcast on iTunes and Google Play, as well as following us on SoundCloud under the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. 
Next week on the H2S2 show, we have another special Sound and Style Senior Day edition with nine of the singers from the Lane Tech Indians baseball team. That's next week, and you can holler at us every Saturday. Always know God loves you, and we do too. I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey saying, and you next week. Remember, just a little while longer to stay apart. Soon we'll be back together again. Stay safe, Chicago. I'm going to leave you with Emmanuel and Philip Hudson's salute to the core team graduates. Dig this. I know my homie didn't make it, had to redo. And then he finally walked. Who knew? I almost got a four-point Cap and gown dress clothes up underneath. I'm not going to let a quarantine stop me. I'm still about to graduate this week. I remember running through halls with the whole team. But I knew I couldn't play around, had to study. Had to wake up on top of class in the morning. On a roll, I did it, I know you saw me. I been had my grades up, I ain't no dummy, no, no. Got a bad kid in class, passing wall, wall. I sent me in my bros, two kin, I'm hugging them both. Was putting a few APs, it was harder like no joke. Got a cap over my feet, like where the pictures at? I know I earned some grad gifts, it better be some racks. Oh, I'ma curb that, cause I'm in my backpack. The timing perfect, hit the flash post for Snapchat. Cause I've been counting days, when it's time for me to finally graduate. You see my daddy, mama clapping, giving praise. Uh, working on my Euro when I cross the stage. Uh, no voice from yelling when they say my name. You know I majored in business. Long grind, but it's by time I finish. All these haters doubt it, and now they all live it. Class of 2020, ain't no sky. I almost yeah, got a yeah. gown, dress, clothes up underneath. I'm not gonna let a quarantine stop me. I'm still about to graduate this week. I remember running through halls with the whole team. But I knew I couldn't play around, had to study. Had to wake up on top of class in the morning. On a roll, I did it, I know you saw me. I almost got a ball, but oh, I'm gown, dress, clothes up underneath. I'm not gonna let a quarantine stop me. I'm still about to graduate this week. I remember running through halls with the whole team. But I knew I couldn't play around, had to study. Had to wake up on top of class in the morning. On a roll, I did it, I know you saw me. High School Holla.